Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, we are feeling good. I'm doing great. One question and one question only. How you doing? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. Always so good to hear that. And great to have you aboard. Final hour of this Wednesday edition of the DA Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Andrew Bogish in once again for DA College Football. Actual games keep creeping up on us. So our preview continues now with Florida State. The DA Show counts down the days until the electricity of college football season returns with the game's greatest voices. It is tipped off. And Lewis got it on the reflection. Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Touchdown over. Touchdown over. Got a block from Brown. 50, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Don't win it. We're headed to Atlanta. Touchdown, Boston College. He did it. He did it. Cody did it. All the band is out. The Bears have won! Oh my God! It's the most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending, exciting, thrilling finish in the history of college football! It's the sounds of Saturday, every morning on CBS Sports Radio. It's a redshirt freshman kicker, Damian Ramos, who might be the most nervous person in the Superdome right now. Roy to snap, Ramlet to hold, to send it to free football. Snap, spot, blocked! Yeah! It's yeah! no good! Yeah! It's blocked! Shaheen Brown got his men on it! Fire up the war chant and plant the spear! Those win! Those win! That was a pretty good way to announce yourself on the college football radio landscape. I believe that was game two of year one for our Sounds of Saturday guest this morning. It's the voice of the Knowles, Jeff Colhane. Jeff, it's Andrew. Great to meet you. Welcome to the show. Andrew, great to talk to you, and and thanks for having me. And uh, Yeah, game two, that was one that I certainly will never forget. Knowles fans will never forget. And um, hearing all the highlights on the the highlight montage of those amazing voices of decades past, man. That's what college football is all about. So I'm, I'm honored to be here with you. Well, again, we thank you for jumping on with us. And I'll say yesterday we talked to Steve Jones of Penn State uh, and Jerry Allen oh, yeah. from Oregon. I think they have about 65 combined years <laughs> of experience. I'm happy to talk to you in year two, man. This is great. It's a, it's, yeah. It's got to be a dream job. You get that first year out of the way, and you picked a good time to come aboard because the Knowles certainly seem to be – back to being the Knowles again. 
Well, I know Steve and Jerry, and you're right. Those two guys are legends, and I've seen a lot of great moments at Penn State and at Oregon. Um, and, you know, replacing, and, and replacing is the wrong term, but, but taking over for the great Gene Deckerhoff here at Florida State. Uh, I tallied it uh, the other day. I've got 517 games to go to pass <laughs> uh, the great Gene Deckerhoff. So I got my work cut out for me, Andrew, but you're right. It's an exciting time here in Tallahassee with Florida State, what Mike Norvell has done uh, from last year. You know, this time a year ago, we're talking about, uh, on the outside, people are talking about hot seat with Mike Norvell, yeah. uh, while on the inside, uh, we could see quietly what he was building, the culture he was instilling, Andrew, and you saw that uh, you know resonate to a twenty uh, to a ten win season, the twenty fifth in program history, and now here we are, and uh, talking about Florida State as a top ten program with a huge game to start the season next Sunday against fifth ranked LSU. What? two or three top things in your mind have to happen this year for the progress to continue and for this team to go even farther than it did last year? Well, this is a Florida State team that finished the year strong, and they beat the teams that they were supposed to beat, and they handled them well. And they came off a run in October where they lost to three ranked teams at the time, and that was a period where we really circled in Andrew and said, this is going to be the gauntlet of the schedule right here. And I think we learned a lot about this Florida State team, and they learned a lot about themselves, and they really grew from from that point on. But to take the next steps forward, uh, we're going to find out a lot early on this season about Mike Norvell's squad. I mean, facing LSU next Sunday night, and then going to Clemson and taking on a Clemson squad, been the toast of the ACC uh, ever since Florida State won a national championship in 2013, and then got back to the college football playoff a year later in 2014. And, you know, the, the personnel is in place. Mike Norvell and the staff have done a fantastic job of developing, retaining talent with uh, returning stars. And also they've embraced the transfer portal. They've been able to fill in some of the gaps where this team needs more experience and needs more talent and depth. And so, you know, the personnel is there. Um, but we're going to find out early and often with this LSU game. Uh, I like this offense, Andrew. It starts with Jordan Travis, who is a Heisman Trophy candidate. His development and maturation almost parallels what this program as a whole has done over the last couple of years. Um, and, and I think defensively, if you're talking about X's and O's on the field, uh, if this group can continue to improve slowing down the run, and gaining more turnovers, uh, that's an area that's been an emphasis in fall camp, that's going to help this defense really take the next step, and I think help this team take the next step in beating some of the top programs in the country. You mentioned Jordan Travis already. I think this is year six in college for Jordan, so experience is there, truly has developed his way into a really high-end quarterback, a lot of hype. I don't know how much access you have to the athletes, but any idea of how he's handling all these expectations moving towards the new season? Yeah, you know, it's been nice to be able to be around uh, these guys. And, and, you know, I got to sit down with Jordan. We actually uh, sat in the film room and created a feature for uh, Seminoles.com, our our athletics website here for fans, going through uh, one of the drives from the LSU game a year ago, the first touchdown drive at the Superdome to give Florida State an early 7-3 lead. And I'll tell you, Andrew, it's it's not, you know, not coach speak. This is, this is a, a humble person who is confident and competitive and 
he was asked at a- the ACC kickoff in Charlotte by the ACC network crew, hey, man, you know, Heisman Trophy, you know, college football playoff aspirations. What do you think? What are you expecting? And the first thing he said had nothing to do with football. He said, hey, those are all great, but I want to keep becoming a great and better person every day, treat people well, um, become a leader. And this is going to be a season where you're going to see, uh, you know, adversity. You're going to see injuries. You're going to be in tough games. And there, it'll be, you know, a little roller coaster at times. Uh, this is the, the right person, the right young man to be the face of the program and the leader of this team uh, at a time where expectations are at a time. This, I think, predates you, but he's so humble and wants to play so badly that at one point he offered to change positions to just get on the field? Correct, yes. Back in, it would have been in 2020, and Dennis Dodd wrote a great piece on this on CBS Sports that came out yesterday. I encourage everybody to go and read it. You know, outlining this back in 2020, when Mike Norvell arrived here at Florida State, um, Jordan was was looking for confidence and asked Coach. He said, "Coach, if you need me to move to wide receiver, I will do it." And, and Mike Norvell and then offensive coordinator Kenny Dillingham, who's now the head coach at Arizona State, quickly shot that down and said, "You're not doing that. We we see what your capabilities are. You're our quarterback. We're going to grow together. We're going to develop together." And, you know, this, that's what's happened here. And he has been able to go through a lot of ups and downs and go back to 2021 when he was the starter. Uh, obviously, the Mackenzie Milton uh, comeback is one of, of, you know, movies that are made. But that also created uh, another quarterback competition in 2021. Those two guys are great friends, and they handled that so well. Last year was a great year for Jordan Andrew because he was able – to be the guy, and he was able to settle in, and he talked about in Dennis's piece about the NC State game where things really fell apart on this team in the second half. They gave NC State a lot of credit for that, but Jordan used that game from a mental standpoint to, to essentially grow and say, I'm not going to let this happen again, and I'm going to be the, the guy that leads this team through these tough times, and we're going to win these games down the road. And played hard against Clemson. That was a tremendous Clemson team a year ago. Uh, and, and finished the year strong, obviously, on a six-game winning streak where the offense was clicking on all cylinders. This is Jeff Colhane, the voice of FSU football, with us here on this Wednesday on the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. In the ACC, the question always is, can you beat Clemson? And obviously, for FSU, that's a particularly difficult question the last couple of years. But I forgot, Jeff, that it, doesn't, it matters a little less this year because without divisions – you could theoretically lose the regular season game, see him again in the conference championship game, win that one when it matters more. Um, so there, I guess there is a little bit of a, a safety net here, but specifically, is this FSU team ready to take Clemson off the top of the conference? Well, you're 100% correct on that. That's a big change in the ACC this year. Thankfully, we don't have to try and figure out who's in the Coastal and who's in the Atlantic <laughs> anymore, right? Yeah. Even for us in the league. Uh, all kidding aside, uh, you're correct. This is a, uh, a new setup with no divisions, and it, it gives you a little bit of wiggle room, especially if you're Florida State or Clemson because you were Atlantic Division rivals, and that was a must-win game to play in Charlotte, essentially. So you have a little wiggle room. Obviously, you want to go in there, and, and Clemson's the team to beat in the league. Look, you know, Florida State has received a lot of uh, exciting chatter, uh, and rightly so, but until you, the way I look at it, Andrew, 
is until you beat the team that's a top dog, they're still the top dog. And Clemson is that group. Dabo Sweeney has done an amazing job. Uh, their program is, is fantastic. And uh, they have another outstanding team this season. I think Will Shipley should be getting more conversation nationally. Phil Moffa's a heck of a player. Kate Klubnick obviously goes without saying. Uh, and their defense is just phenomenal. Defensive line is always great. Jeremiah Trotter and Barrett Carter are NFL guys, right? So Clemson's the team to beat. And to have the chance to go into to Death Valley, which is one of the great venues in all of college football, and you know have a shot to knock them off in the regular season, uh, that game was strategically placed on September the 23rd, I believe, Andrew, by the league to create some excitement early for the, the, yeah. the conference. And if either, you know, whoever loses, it gives you time to rebound and get yourself potentially back in the, the college football playoff conversation if you're a one-loss team at that time. So uh, that will be a big one. And Knowles fans are hoping there are some parallels to the 2013 season where that was a top-five matchup and Jameis Winston and company went in uh, and really quieted that place in a hurry uh, that year. Jeff, I want to ask you about Jared Verse. This is a guy who I, I called a game of his at Albany, and I wanted to go back in my notes to make sure I had this correct, but the staff back there called him the smart Hulk. The Hulk was a physical <laughs> reference to what he could do, but they needed him to be smarter because he just didn't always make the best decisions. Now, I watched him play, figured he was eventually not going to be a CAA player anymore, but I didn't think he'd be maybe the best defensive player in the country. Tell me yeah. what he's shown in Tallahassee so far. Well, Andrew, I'm with you at a previous location myself. I also called the Jared Verse game. Okay. At Albany as well when they came to the Fargo Dome to open up 2021. And so seeing him there and then being able to connect with him here in Tallahassee has been a joy for me uh, personally. But – you know, this is a young man whose story is very interesting. He was born in Dayton, Ohio, grew up and played high school football in central Pennsylvania and, and didn't have any offers coming out. Uh, he was offered by Albany to be a tight end, and then COVID hit in the spring of 2020, and he lived in the weight room for essentially a calendar year and put about 40 pounds of muscle on, and they moved him to defensive end, and he was the CAA defensive freshman of the year, and then backed it up in the fall of 2021 with another amazing season. And, you know, Florida State you know, coaches, Mike Norvell, Adam Fuller and company, they are looking uh, essentially at the tape of Adam of, uh, Jared Verse, and they watched him play in the Syracuse game, and they're like, who's this guy right here for Albany? He's the best player on the field. Yeah. And he came in last year and made his presence felt immediately. He was... He was uh, a guy that um, he wasn't even healthy the full year. He was about 75 80% last season and still did what he did. So to have him back as a projected first-round draft pick uh, in the NFL draft last season you know, speaks to the culture that has been instilled here by Mike Norvell. These guys uh, are back here. They want to do it together. They want to do it for Florida State fans and put the Knowles back on the map nationally. And uh, Jared Verse has a chance to make some real – a real headline at defensive end this season, rushing the passer. So, Jeff, as you mentioned North Dakota State and the Fargo Dome, would you have been at the COVID-NDSU-Delaware game in, I guess that was, a, what, September of 2019? 
Correct. Yes, I would have been in. Uh, in, in yes, I called that game uh, that year. So uh, I think there's a good yeah. chance then, Jeff, that we've already met, and I'm not. I didn't remember your name, and I, you should not have remembered mine. But I was doing the Delaware TV broadcast of that game from there their makeshift tinderbox of a press yeah. box that day. Wood sheds, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Tubby Raymond Field, yeah, and was definitely That's on right. the field talking to somebody with your broadcast before the hand. So I, I, I think maybe we've already met. If not, here we are today. But here we uh, go. Yeah. But that was some experience because from top to bottom, man, the Bison do not mess around between the football team and the broadcast crews, radio and TV. That was some operation that day. I was super impressed. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun with my time at. Uh, at North Dakota State, and that's obviously one heck of a football program. Even though they're, you know, the the FCS label, they do it the Power Five way. They're they're yep. impressive. Group. Um, let me get back to what you said at the top, joking about Gene Deckerhoff's legacy and tenure. Whatever it was, five hundred seventeen more games to go. How many conference changes would that have taken FSU through if you're still there for? 500 plus games. Oh man, yeah. Well, Gene would have gone from independent into ACC in football, and I want to say he would have gone from the Metro Conference to the ACC in basketball, maybe independent. He started calling games for Florida State Hoops in 1974. I have to go back and look. Uh, right now, who knows, Andrew? Man, this whole this whole landscape of of realignment is something. You know, I'll tell you, Jim Phillips emailed me when I was announced as the new play-by-play voice taking over for Gene last summer. And, I mean, to get an email from the commissioner of the ACC yeah. welcoming me into the league shows you what kind of a person, what kind of class Jim Phillips has. And so, you know, this is this is a situation, obviously, where there's a lot of people involved and a league that's been around for a long time, right? And uh, Michael Alford is, is a guy that has one heck of a resume, and he's going to do what 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 is best for Florida State. And I have no idea what this thing's going to look like in you know six months or six years down the line. But what I can tell you is is that Michael Alford, President Richard McCullough, uh, and also Peter Kyle is the chairman of the board of trustees at FSU. You know these guys are connected from a leadership standpoint across the board. They they want to do what's best for the future of Florida State athletics. If that's in the ACC, that's what they're going to do. If that's somewhere else, uh, that's also what they will do. And so uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, realignment, how it's all moved around, has been certainly something to watch from afar. What do the fans want? I think the fans, if you would ask them, um, I think they look at what Florida State has been throughout the history with Bobby Bowden, obviously, the amazing run from 1987 to 2000 where Florida State was a top-five team for 14 consecutive seasons. Uh, I think the fans would tell you they want to make sure they don't get left behind. And I think that's number one. That's the scary part right. about all of this, where in an instant, you know, the Pac-12 disintegrates, and, and there's uh, you know four schools that have their own unique history that are looking around going, what just happened? And so there there is that scare, I think, for every institution out there that, you want to make sure you are in the right place at the right time and have connected with the right groups to put yourself in the right position. So um, I think some would say SEC uh, because it's got a regional, obviously, geographical connection with the South and the Southeast, and that's that's essentially who Florida State competes with uh, for really anything anyway, Andrew, and recruiting. And so I think a lot of Florida State fans would tell you 
they feel like even though they're in the ACC and have been since the early 90s, they feel aligned in a lot of ways with what the SEC is with what they, they have to do across the board in all sports to compete for national titles against SEC programs. Jeff, this was super fun. Very belated congrats on the new gig. Enjoy year two, and hopefully we can talk to you during the season. Andrew, love talking to you. Uh, great job. Sounded great. And uh, it's great to meet you again. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jeff. That's Jeff Cohane, the voice of Florida State football. Uh, as he mentioned, 10 wins a year ago after four consecutive losing seasons for the Knowles. Uh, I still think Caleb Williams is the Heisman Trophy favorite. Everybody else is playing for second, but Jordan Travis is certainly in that conversation at the helm of the Knowles offense. Uh, and there is no last year. Jeff opened with Duquesne before that crazy LSU game. This year, it's straight LSU from the top Labor Day weekend. That's a big one early for those two programs. Let's take a break. Let's come back. We'll get headlines. And I've got it. I thought maybe we had a lead on one of the DA Show's greatest unanswered questions. Apparently, I do not. We'll address that after this on the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This show is going faster than usual, at least for me. I cannot believe it's almost 9.30 in the East on this Wednesday morning. Bogus in for DA. Thanks again to Jeff Colhane, voice of FSU football, for joining us. Sounds of Saturday tomorrow is Pete Arbogast, the voice of of USC football, and I believe that's it for me this week. I don't believe we have a Friday Sounds of Saturday guest, uh, but it resumes on Monday when DA resumes doing his job. Now, instead of going to break, they thought I had a lead, a clue, on one of the great DA show mysteries. DA show quotes, at DA on CBS quotes on Twitter, beyond explanation. Somebody wakes up every morning, we think in the mountain time zone. So not 6 to 10, but 4 to 8 in the morning. And logs the show. Stenographer, transcribes, provides historical context, knows the show arguably better than most of us on the show. 
I don't even know the gender of the person, male, female. I go, I got nothing, got nothing. The only thing we think we know is that they're in the mountain time zone. DA thinks it's specifically somebody in Boise. But those are that's more speculation than anything else. So I'm scrolling through Twitter, and this account follows up on Caserta talking about everyone telling them to do more sports during Friday's show. And DA Show Quotes tweets, Editor's note, there's also a drop with that sports. It's also something Pete says after DA might have gone off track for a while. And it's something at Cancelerno says with her hubby, also when we get too long off track. Now, I read that as the we is because, and if you're not familiar with the Twitter handle that I probably messed up, Kristen in Buffalo is, I guess, K and Salerno. Salerno. So the we in that is her husband. And DA show quotes. But she's Kristen in Buffalo. Not the mountain time zone. Does her husband not live in Buffalo? Does her husband, is she a liar? Does she live in Boise, Idaho? Do we not know who DA show quotes is? So I quote tweeted that tweet and said, did we just get a clue? And no. Immediately, you'll be shocked to hear that the first response came from Robin the three two one. Not a chance on that clue, gentlemen. I guarantee it. At Hansy sixty three, way off. Da show quotes his or herself with a well done meme from Tool Time from Home Improvement. I don't think so, Tim. So uh, the mystery continues. It can't be mountain time. There's it, the time. It's too early unless the person works overnights or super early. Or they get it done before the rest of their day starts. At 8 a.m., maybe the kids are awake and you got to get them out the door to school. So you get up at 4. You get your transcribing done. At 8 a.m., you're free for the rest of your day. I I don't know. But I, they're, they're, DA believes there's been time references kind of embedded in the tweets that leads him to believe it's a mountain time zone resident. Are we trying to figure out who DA show quotes is? Because there is a you you were you were tagged in the tweet about the sports drop. Yeah, yeah. And the tweet says this is what Kristen and Buffalo says. Yes, with her I husband, see that. we get too long off track. So he DA show quotes has to be the we. So like, do they talk over? Nah, I, think, phone? I think you're, I think you're overthinking. They're that texting. One. The we I think is just like the collective. Ooh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think they might have given away a little something there. Apparently not. And apparently more people than I thought know who DA Show Quotes is. We could be like a narc and just like try to hack their Twitter. Listen, narc. What? I'm saying hey, you, you know who we could say that? A narc. Uh-huh. Yeah, you would like yep. go to their Twitter, try to hack yep. it, and then you see their email. Well, that's, that's illegal, but don't do that. No, but you would know how to do it. Sure. No, I have no idea. You can just start doxing everybody. Giving out all their personal info. Yeah, you have no paper trail because you've gone and deleted it. <laughs> Just enough. I'm my third identity. Exactly. Yeah, they're, the actual Ryan Botcher is a 64-year-old guy in Eugene, Oregon that's who died what, in a car accident. And you assumed his identity. That's why I'm Ryan Botcher 4. That's right. That's right. 
You're not even hiding it. You definitely have that locker at the train station. This, this, <laughs> the gym bag that's got the passport, the handgun. It's cash in different countries. Yeah. Yep. Multiple passports, different denominations of different countries' money, mm-hmm. and a handgun. Yeah. Yeah, he's had facial reconstructive surgery. What's the move? Oh. Or in a prosthetic nose. Is it the accountant? Is that what it's called with, with Ben Affleck? And yeah. Where he has like a trailer of magic? Mm-hmm. That's what you have somewhere. You have a little mini camper just full of gadgets, weapons, computers, different identities, maybe a disguise or two. What? You know what? Have we ever seen Ryan and Pete in the same room? No. No. Oh, Kevin Wall just sat back. Now he's standing up. Now he's nervous. I don't think so. I've only seen Ryan in Pete's chair. Oh, no. You know what? I I produced with you the entire week. Yeah, and the day you trained with Pete. You trained with Pete. Or that was a fake Pete. Or was a fake you. I mean, it's all in play. (laughs) It's all in play. But I really thought that accidentally DA Show Quotes had given us a clue, a tip. I like, and everyone I like says not no. knowing. No, and let me say that too. If you know, I don't want to know. I don't either. Don't spoil it. Don't no. tell me. Don't DM me right now. Hey, it's blah, blah, blah. Or give me your own hints. They deserve to stay anonymous. And I want to figure it out on my own. Don't also, want help. I wanted to say this before I got out of here while it's still fresh in my mind. Mm. Um, Boyle's Seed on Twitter, that's a, that's an account Yes, that mentioned me. I know you're probably listening right now because you're a little fanboy or girl. You're not very bright because I don't think you understand how the show works. He wanted to trash me, because I'm assuming it's a dude, on Trash Tuesday. But he mentioned Pete the Body who wasn't here yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't tag you. If he had tagged you because he wanted to trash me, you would have read it on the air. Probably. I've never heard Pete trash anybody directly linked to the show. Except and I, Sean. And I wasn't even working yesterday. Like, this guy's an idiot. He should have tagged you if he understood how the dynamics of the show were. He didn't tag... CBS Sports Radio either? No, it was just Pete. He goes, I'm getting an early start on Trash Tuesday, but didn't tag the right person who would have done the trashing. Yeah, not well done. Very stupid person. Yeah, see, I've already gotten a DM that says, I know who it is. I don't, do not tell me. And people are now responding with guesses. No. Can I see who DM'd you? Uh, Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm I'm actually surprised. This is so I'll I will at least accept this as a development. I didn't realize how many of you either know who it is or have a strong suspicion as to who it is. Now, maybe it's multiple people. I don't know. Uh, it's like it's like that that one movie, The Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. It's like they're all uh, well, spoiled spoil the movie alert. Oh, oh no. Geez. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Was going to watch I like, can't wait weekend. for your next movie review. You know, and in the end, Bruce Willis is dead. <laughs> it's been out for a couple years. You had time. <sighs> so, I mean, these are public, so I can read them. Both Hansy and Moise Pork have suggested Carla and Boise. So at least they're on the Boise mountain time zone tip like we are. But 
it's amazing that this is we're multiple years of DA show quotes, and he or she has never accidentally, like, mm-hmm. including today, apparently let something slip. He or she didn't switch, you know, the wrong account, tweet a personal thing from this one or vice versa. They're better at this than Kevin Durant is. Oh we yeah, keep, he keep we keep finding out what Durant's burners are, but we got nothing on DA show quotes. DA show quotes should run a service for these idiot athletes who want to have burner accounts, how to do it without messing it up. You want to do headlines? I, I don't want to. I mean, I'd rather do this. Should you? I think I should. All right. I think legally I'm obligated to. I don't think you actually are. No? I, legally, no. Also, Lewis, Contractually, maybe. Lewis Black is on Good Morning Football? He is. That's an odd booking. He's also, that's a lot for 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. Anyway, we not talked about a bad t shirt. Yeah, it's not bad. So, do you, what do you think they're changing their name to? Do you think they go back to Redskins? No, that's not possible. It's not in the cards, right? No, but I, th- I think, I, I think going back to one of the ones that almost won with red in it is what's going to happen. Well, like red tails, red hawks, one of those okay. will be it. Yeah. Football, Football team, is the best one. Football team by far the best name. Where I were agree. you this day? I said that. Yeah, it totally was. We missed that. I'm in a football team or something like that, like a soccer-themed name. I'm fine. You already had a year of it. Right. Have the merchandise. Some of it's probably left over because nobody buys any of that. It's fine. I just wish the the letters would be better as an acronym. Like, it was WFT doesn't just sounds weird to say. If you could use it, because you need second references. You can't just say Washington football team or football team. So if... The acronym was something better than WFT. I'd really like it. Football club. Like, don't drop the Giants, but... WFC? Mm, I like that. Yeah, right? FC always goes. Sure. Yeah, see, we're fine. See, this is why I like Botcher. He knows. Except for being this weird ghost in, like, re- that I don't like. But everything else, a lot of similar thoughts. Yeah, you really are. Queens, great at his job. Yeah, you're like Kaiser Soze. Yes. I don't get that. I, I know you wouldn't. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Usual suspects. Nope. Never seen it. Do you like movies? Suspenseful yeah. movies? <laughs> Entertainment? Heist yes. movies? Yeah, sure, yeah. Go watch that. Cool. I'll do it when I get home. Please. In fact, oh, you do know you know what, what I, a DVD is? Yes, I know what it... I have a DVD of it if you need to track it. If it doesn't, I, if it's not easily available somewhere. That's actually one of the few DVDs I still own. Right? Is the usual suspects, yeah. Can you I'm, watch it and then give us a report on Friday? Like... Like tweet in? No, no, no. Like either tomorrow's show oh, yeah, or Friday's yeah. show. I'll you watch do it today. A... Oh, oh wow. cool. this is great. And can you wait until Friday when I'm back in studio and we could talk about it? I'm not here Friday. Come on. Do I All call right, in? I guess I could listen tomorrow. You could accidentally come in tomorrow. <laughs> I am off. I'm actually off <laughs> off tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I just keep racking up uh, Lincoln Tunnel toll fare and parking. You know what actually costs me money to work here? I am not surprised. <laughs> I make out terribly by working in this place. Not to mention the parking tickets. You are an, ac- an asset, though. <laughs> we don't pay you like it, but you are an asset. So we talked about it in the last hour. Quite the day for the White Sox. And GM Rick Hahn had this to say a while back. Whether I'm here or not is going to come down to any of Jerry Reinsdorf or Kenny Williams or myself feeling I'm not the right guy going forward.
Well, Reinsdorf decided that both Hahn and Williams were not the right guys. They Whoops. were fired yesterday, and they will now be looking for one person to take over both of those roles and run the front office moving forward. I also saw a report on Monday night that the White Sox could be looking to move out of guaranteed rate field when their lease expires six seasons from now. Last night, they lost to the Mariners 6-3 to as Paul Konerko and Joe Creedy both homered. The Mariners have won eight straight to pull within a game of the Rangers for first in the AL West. And they've done it the last two nights without Julio Rodriguez, who's been out with a stomach bug after listening to this radio show. <laughs> what? The final game on the schedule last I- night. I'm insulted. I'm more insulted that you didn't get my Paul Konerko, Joe Creedy reference. I'm sorry. I'm re- I'm I'm in the middle of 18 <laughs> tweets about DA show quotes identity. So I'm sorry. We've now created basically one of those from those murder police shows. Mm-hmm. I've got a huge tack board with pictures and strings going from different people. We're building that right now. Beautiful mind of Andrew Bogush. The final game on the schedule last night saw the Marlins blank the Padres three zip as Jesus Luzardo outdo Blake Snell to keep Miami a game out of that third wild card. The Diamondbacks doubled up the Rangers 6-3. Texas has now lost six in a row. Arizona's won four in a row to hold a half-game lead over the Reds and Giants or uh, Giants for that final wild card. Tempers flared in Houston as the Astros surged past the Red Sox again 7-3. Justin Verlander starting to feel whole again. You know when you're like, right, um, and I haven't quite felt like that this year, even though it's you know had some decent runs and I've gotten better um, and, and you know, some of the mechanical tweaks I've made have, have improved, but it, to me, never felt just quite right. Nine strikeouts over six scoreless for his ninth win. Verlander at one point was jawing with Red Sox manager Alex Cora, who was ejected for the second time in the last three games. 3-2 breaking ball after our nine pitch at bat, I think it was, and then <clears throat> the 3-2 pitch, you know, um, and we look at it, I hit the box, I don't know, whatever the box means, you know. Uh, sometimes we agree with the boss, sometimes we don't. So uh, just frustration, to be honest with you. Sounds like Kevin Wall talking about his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Wall is actually <laughs> no longer Stone solid. Well, he's, I think he's listening to the epic fail. He's cutting yeah. it. So he's not listening to the show. So we did not hear you take a shot at his ex-girlfriend. Frustration mounting with the... Now he did. Now he goes. (laughs) Frustration mounting with the Red Sox losing a pair of games and falling to five out of the wild card. And here's Christopher Mad Dog Russo on his Sirius XM show giving a ringing endorsement for DirecTV's NFL Sunday ticket. Put the damn games on regular TV! And I can't do it because they make it so complicated and it bothers me it frustrates me it upsets me it annoys me outside of giving me a good 10 minutes once in a while on a stupid radio it's a complete waste and i'm sick of it enough you're gonna drive me to my grave you're gonna drive me to reading books about oppenheimer enough of this <laughs> this hour of the show is brought to you by 1-800-GAMBLER <laughs> so he apparently it took him like a half an hour on the phone with YouTube people trying to buy it, and he still doesn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a person. I love that man, my former boss. Mm-hmm. But he needs like a 24-7 caretaker. He just needs someone to walk with him and do all of the normal human things. I think my favorite clip that kind of builds off of that is this was from a couple of months ago or the great oh, people. Hold on, we have a minute, Ryan just told me. Ryan slash Pete with one minute. Um, when he was doing something from his home studio 
And I guess he looks at his wife off camera and he goes, uh, Mrs. Russo, some cookies and lemonade, please. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> this he's, is him. He's 12 years old. People used to, he had to get him his lunch when I worked with him. serious. He and just, he couldn't go to a deli. Schwartz can't go to a deli without getting into a fight. <laughs> Russo can't go to a deli and get food. It's amazing. And lastly, because we have a hard out. <laughs> Adrian Wilson tied the WNBA scoring record with 53 points in the Las Vegas Aces 112-100 win in Atlanta last night. Thank you for clearing the way before the hard out. I just want to point out that Kristen in Buffalo has responded to our suspicions. Uh, Mr. Kristen in Buffalo was very amused to temporarily be considered a suspect but at DA on DA show quotes is just referencing an old tweet of mine. She then adds, P.S. If my husband made a Twitter, it'd be named Pete Paranoia, and he'd just retweet worries, stresses that Pete has. So I thought maybe, possibly, we had gotten a clue to who or what is DA show quotes, but nope, nothing. The there mystery. is no Pepe Silvia. No, no. Okay, wow. Should I know that one? What's that from? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I should know that one. But what season is that? Because I haven't watched it's it in one a long of the time. Ones. Is it really? It's when they're in the mill room. Shame on me. I'm sorry. That one I'll take. I'll watch that episode tonight. You do Usual Suspects, and we'll reconvene tomorrow. We'll reconvene after this. Your epic fail, advanced analytics, when we come back on the DA Show. What's about to come your way has been much ballyhooed. During our last segment, the gentleman who was creating it was laughing hysterically at his own work, not at shots taken at his ex-girlfriend. He has, with her. he has pumped it up so much it has brought Greg Caserta, the asset for now, back into the room to hear this. Somehow this morning we meandered into Pete being the Turk, Pete being the guy to fire people. And how he got there and how Pete would fire people in that role, it's your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Pete the body Bilotti, non-compulsive gambler, he said it's time for wholesale changes to the top. I am not a, a compulsive gambler. Williams has to go. Han's got to go. Others have said it. It was ignored then. It was not ignored this month. Because Pete said it, and that's what mattered to Jerry Reinsdorf. I just don't like him. <laughs> I can picture Pete, once he got the breaking news, texts you. He goes to his wife and pulls a, Adrian, I did it! What? <laughs> you know, congratulations on all the success, people. Out of you. I don't celebrate when people lose their jobs. Some people I would. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, 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 sweet child of mine. You know how they have the guy at the NFL Hall of Fame? He shows up to people's houses to let them know that they got in. <laughs> Pete. <laughs> Pete should be the Grim Reaper for managers and coaches in sports. <laughs> And he's the one that has to break the news to them that they've been fired. You're fired. That would be terrific. Hey, uh, Skip wants to see you. You're fired. <laughs> they go into the owner's office. It's Jerry Reinsdorf sitting with Bilotti. <laughs> Please have a seat. Well, You're fired. And Bilotti stands up with a sympathetic oh. look in his best blue pullover and his khaki pants. He's like, we got to talk, right? Very bland. <laughs> I hope in, in my case, I hope that when that inevitably happens, I hit the elevator to ride up to the 10th floor 
and he's just hovering in the ceiling of the elevator with that piano wire. He chokes me out and then pulls me up the elevator shaft. <laughs> That's how it ends. <laughs> Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. That's what that noise is. It's the life being choked out of Caserta by Bellotti. Okay. All right. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, that was as epic as Wall told all of us that it was. For now, he's known as the asset. Today's question of the day at CBS Sports Radio, do we retire Greg Caserta's nickname, the asset? Some in his life have said it's time to move on. Others remind him that it came from Billy Jacques alone and you don't argue with Jacques alone's decisions, thoughts, content, whatever. The large majority of America would agree with you don't argue with Billy Jacques alone. 77% of respondents say absolutely not. We are not retiring Greg Caserta's nickname, The Asset. So those results are not binding. I wish that they were, seeing as how they turned out. But at least now that America has spoken, Greg, and it believes that the asset should remain. Yeah, I think we're going to we'll roll with it until Friday. Um, obviously, the the numbers could change in the next 24 hours, right in true. ballots and things yeah. like that. So we'll, All we'll, see, we'll see what happens. All precincts seem to respond. It's yeah. true. Uh, advanced analytics would tell you that assets are treated differently for tax and accounting purposes. And as far as nicknames go off the asset, uh, I've been called... For a long time, Drewfus by my dad. At one point, I had an email address, Drewfus80. Um, so there's that. Here's this. Uh, Kevin Wall's nickname was White Bo. I guess like Bo Jackson in honor of his dual sports accomplishments. And Ryan was called Brian for an entire summer for not scamming a vending machine. I don't know what that means, Brian Botcher. But we got to go home now. We're out of time. Ryan is telling me that. Huge thanks to Jeff Cohane, the voice of FSU football. For Kevin, for Botcher, for Caserta, for Billy Jacqueline. I'm Andrew. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you again tomorrow. But for now, the mothership disconnects. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.